Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. The story that won't go away, call it the gift that keeps on giving if you're in our line of work, right? Antonio Brown. Uh, do we have sound? He basically saying, Tom Brady's not my buddy. All this, all these years, everybody talking about, oh, how close we are, how great of friends we are, how Brady's looked out for me. Well, A.B. shot some of that down today. Here he is. You know, we play professional sports like – not everybody in sports is going to be your friend. Tom Brady's my friend. Why? Because I'm a good football player. He need me to play football, right? These guys called me to win the Super Bowl, not for the toilet bowl. They didn't say, A.B., we having problems with the toilet over here in Tampa. You think you could flush down and help us out? No, they called me and said, hey, A.B., we need you to win the Super Bowl because Tom Brady saw me come to uh, the Pats and run through those guys. The Patriots run a good system with practice and details, and he learned that A.B.'s a professional. No matter what you say about A.B., A.B. put his heart on the line. All right, Rob. Uh, you know I'm out on A.B. and his story about the ankle and all that, but he's spot on here on Tom Brady. I wrote this column, Chris, and I retweeted it today back in 2020. In fact, when this whole thing uh, came out, Rob G., our able-bodied producer who – did you even announce, uh, introduce Rob G. today? I think you skipped over yeah, Rob Yeah, no, G. I introduced him. Oh, okay. I wasn't listening. Uh, Rob G. Uh, text the group text that we have and was like, this is what Rob said before, right? And spot on. And it's not that I said that, uh, sure, Tom Brady, one of the receiver, A.B.'s one of the best who played football. I get that. But acting like it's more like he is like a humanitarian and he's taking in A.B. and he's making a sacrifice to help A.B. because he really cares about him as a person. I think that's what A.B. is lashing out at is you realize that Tom Brady was only interested in him because he could play football. Would Tom Brady do the stuff, bend over backwards and, and all the stuff he's done, I guess, to try to get A.B. Uh, around on a team or back in pro football, if he couldn't play anymore, I doubt it. And I don't think Tom Brady would be interested in him at all. I don't see the two as closely remotely like a couple or a pair or anything like that. So I think A.B., you know, when push comes to shove, he woke up and he realized, okay, I, I I, I thought maybe he got his feelings hurt. Maybe he was buying into it or believed a little bit that Tom Brady cared about him. And now that he's been pushed out and the other stuff that's going on, he realizes that he probably won't hear from Brady again or, or it's all done. And there really was no friendship there. It was all about being used because he has a talent. Man, please. And I think that's what A.B. is feeling now. So I haven't, I want people to know, I haven't altered my thought on A.B. and where he is. All I'm saying is, uh, 
I do. I wrote this because I believe this, that this is this A.B. being with Tom Brady was never about A.B. and his well-being. Tom Brady could have been that guy for him without football. That, that's a friend. Hey, I'm going to get you help because you need help. And it, if you play football, that's fine. If you don't play football, that's fine, too. But that's what it was. It was never about A.B. the person. Who, who it was always it was? about A.B. No, I'm not. Who said Tom Brady was Mother Teresa? Well, I mean, people really, tried to people course, tried to paint him like he was he a humanitarian. Of course, he would have done that had Antonio Brown not been able to play football. Well, I, Rob I just, Parker, there are relationships. We're adults, all right. We're adults. There are relationships of friends of convenience all over the place in every field of endeavor. I mean, now, do I think Tom Brady is sitting behind Antonio Brown's back or was, you know, talking about how he's a bum, how he really doesn't like him, how he's no good, how he's not got doesn't have any high character, and I'm only using him because the dude can help me win? No. I don't think Brady's doing that. So this whole he's using him, no. He saw that the dude is a great football player probably would like to help him reach his potential and benefit from it too. Can I give you can I, mean, I get, let me so let me what? give you the like, quote like, let me give you the quote from AB back in 2020. Okay? First day when he arrived in Tampa. Quote, "Tom is my boy, one of the greatest leaders around. He's encouraging, always inspiring. He brings out the best in people around him. He wants the best for everyone around him. He's been a great guy in my corner and one of my closest friends. And quote. What does that say about Brady? That actually quote. That, that, that Tom more, act like Rob, he was one of his closest friends. He was never what? one of his closest friends ever. Did Brady say he was one of his closest friends? That, that, that shows you Antonio Brown is again saying one thing one moment and saying another thing the next. Everything he said up to he's one of my closest friends is football related. He makes you better, the guys around him. He encourages you. I mean, come on. Like, do we think, again, he's not Mother Teresa? Sure. I, I mean, I don't know who in the world would have thought that if A.B. couldn't play football, Brady would have done what he did. I will say this, though. And I look, I guess Antonio, I don't know if that's a full denial of what he said on the podcast today. You know, because the person interviewing him mentioned, well, you stayed at his house. Now, the report, Rob, that he stayed at his house, he actually reportedly did it twice. And it came from Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer usually doesn't get stuff wrong. Here's what Jay Glazer said. He has actually been, when he first went to the Buccaneers, he has actually been staying at Tom Brady's house. And Tom has actually been helping him off the field as well. Lining him up for people to help him, including people like Tony Robbins. And then we know A.B. also stayed at Brady's house when he first went to the Patriots. Now, it wasn't a permanent thing. It was when you move, you get here initially, you don't have a place to stay, you didn't get your own apartment yet, you can stay here. I'm going to be honest. If I bring somebody into my house, especially if my wife and children are there, I'm not just bringing any old Joe up into my crib. And so, again, I'm not, I don't care, really, if they're great friends or not. But I'm just saying to sit here and act like Tom, number one, Tom Brady didn't have a vested interest 
in AB as a football player and how he could help the Buccaneers or before that the Patriots is ridiculous. And number two, to act like Brady is a, 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 a demon Nobody for said he's wanting a demon. to help. What, Tom no, Brady's a phony. He's a okay. phony. To act like he's, he's, a, he's phony. a phony. To act like he was on, never act- interested in Antonio Brown as a person. He wasn't. He so only what? wanted to use so him. As, what? what do you Who mean, is? so what? Come I mean, on, so Chris. what? Rob He's trying to act like, gee People wins. do that all Golly the time. Golly gee, let me help this guy. Oh, I, I care about A.B. Oh, I, I care don't know. about I mean, him. like I said, He don't maybe, care about Antonio Brown. Why would he Brown? let him stay at his house? He never cared about him. He wanted to win to prove that he was better than Bill Belichick, and he sold his soul. I'll get, I'll get in bed with anybody who can cut, catch a touchdown. That's what Bruce Arians this just cute, did. Rob. This Bruce is Bruce Arians cute. did it's the same exact thing. To, to, and guess what? Drum it up bit him in the please. butt, and the now dude, Tom Brady how many got people, bit let in me the butt as well. How many people have you let stay at your house that you don't have any fondness for? I don't, I don't have to promote life. it. I'm just I don't have to promote it Can and you act like me? I'm taking in a wayward person. Is that a, is I don't that a count. no? Never, I, don't, I don't count. I don't count, Chris. I just do what I do. Well, I'll tell I, you. I I'll tell, tell you. I, first of all, you, you, you do got count. a count. You got a running count on your head? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't I do. do that. That's not I what do. I do. Nobody. 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 And I you bet sure you that's the same answer for you. Are you sure the same answer. I'm telling you what the reports say. And I'm asking you, are you sure? No, of course I'm not okay. sure. All right, then. All right. You aren't yeah. either. You aren't sure that he didn't stay there. I'm telling you what the reports say. And you always see here. These all reports I'm telling you is somewhere. Tom Brady never you cared about Andy, not for one ounce. That's he why went I out of his way to help him, help him with people. This is all according to Jay Glaze. Yeah, yeah. He but helped again. Guerrero to $100,000 out of his pocket. Yeah, that's what he helped. He helped his people line their pockets by taking money from A.B., Sure. I'll say this. Brady's I, I people. Have, yeah, I pay my been, guy. Pay I have, my guy. I, through the course of my career, there have been, and you know how it is when you're a beat writer, Rob. You hang out with the other beat writers all the time. All the time. Like, you're on the road. You're always together. And there were guys I was really good friends with on the beat. Close. Like, I mean, and, and away from the game. And we were talking all the time. And as soon as I left the beat or they left the beat, the, the the communication ceased. Now, that hasn't happened with everybody, but it's happened with a lot of guys I was really close with. Not because I don't like them or never liked them. Not because they don't like me or never liked me. It's just life. Chris, you worked at a different paper or a different situation. You didn't need them to do your job. Come on, man. Well, it okay, ain't even okay. the same thing. No, okay. Those they guys never... didn't matter to your livelihood or your legacy. They didn't matter Tom to you. Tom Brady's won six championships no, without no, Antonio this was Brown. Different. Can That's we why he stop got it? Like, oh my That's God. why he got Gronk out of beat, retirement. They beat. They totally beat your different. Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship Stop. last year without Antonio Stop. Brown. Stop, Stop acting like, oh my gosh, they wouldn't have won. Tom Brady's nothing without AB. Oh, really? He won six rings without AB. And oh, he wanted to prove he's better than Belichick. Well, then why did he bring Antonio Brown to, to New England to play with Belichick? Here's the Stop quote from it. AB. Quote. Stay at his house, question mark. I've got my own money. I don't need to stay at no one's house. Is I've that got a denial? My own house. No. Guys do that they to say influence I didn't stay the at guys his house. in the public. That's right. Quote, 
Guys oh, now do that sudden, to influence you now guys in the sudden, public. Now of a sudden, quote. AB's word is born. No, the man who had no time for AB yesterday no, and the day I before. I know Tom now Brady, sudden, though. I know really? Tom Brady. That's why I wrote it. How do you know Tom Brady? That's why I wrote it because I know how he operates. He's cheated his way. He's done anything to win. So it doesn't matter. I understand how Tom Brady operates. Have you ever had a conversation? Have you ever just had like, a conversation with Tom Brady? Have I been in a press conference? Yes. Have I asked questions? No, yes. that's, not, that's not a conversation. That's what I've done. I'm a reporter. I'm not a personal with friend. I'm have you not ever a had a conversation with Tom Brady. Have you ever had a conversation with him? I'm asking you a question. Have you ever had a conversation with him? 877-99 on Fox. What is what that did matter? Your boy? I just told you what I did. You just I said did. you know him. I you told said you, you know him. I know how he operates. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts we are live from the fox sports radio studios our next guest is a longtime friend of both of ours we worked at him at the old network now he's the host of the half forgotten podcast and caesar's sportsbooks chief trends officer we welcome in trey wingo trey what's trey, happening brother? boys how are we um yeah, the Ravens have a chance to make the playoffs much in the same way in Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey had a chance. So you're telling me <laughs> okay, there's a chance. Yeah. I knew they weren't eliminated, <laughs> right, Trey. That's right. why I asked, because I knew they weren't officially eliminated. And I was like, I know they just keep losing games. Uh, do they have a shot? Because I lost track, really, of um, the Ravens. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, done. So much and, has uh, to happen, right. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, I mean, like, mathematically, yes, but, you know, it's kind of like the Jaguars. We eliminated them a while ago. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Thank speaking you. of uh, elimination, the big Raiders-Chargers uh, game, which is obviously a playoff game because the winner gets in, what do you make of that game? I know the Chargers are favorite uh, in that game. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that the, tr- the bad Chargers show up and Staley goes for it on fourth down and they lose to the Raiders. Well, <laughs> if he does go for it on fourth down, it would be completely on brand. I mean – there's a guy who went for it on fourth and nine in Kansas City earlier yes. this year, and actually made it. But uh, I mean, fourth and go- fourth and goal from the nine, and he made it. So uh, I'll give Staley this: at least he's consistent. And if, as a player, you just want someone to be consistent. You know what I mean? You just want someone who's going to consistently have the same message for your for your for your team. So it's a tough one. I mean, you know. By the way, if the Raiders win, it'll be the first time they've won four straight games to end the season since 1990. Wow. Um, this is, wow. yeah, closing, is, closing has not been something that the Raiders have been really good at in over two decades. So, um, it's, it's, you know, the Raiders still have another way to get in, but it's basically a winner get in situations, which always makes it fun. Trey, let's go to Tampa. Uh, obviously, they've yeah. lost Antonio Brown, um, but just on the field. 
Do they – I've said since Brady's last year in New England, I don't think he can carry mediocre talent, you know, to the Super Bowl anymore like he did a lot of his career. But I think they got more than mediocre talent still at yeah. the skilled positions. Gronk, Mike Evans. I, you know, we'll see what these other guys, uh, Cyril Grayson, Tyler Johnson, guys like that can do. Do you think they have enough talent at the skilled positions – and around Brady to make a legitimate run at a second Super Bowl to get there. Well, forget winning it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, here's here's my like longstanding philosophy when it comes to uh, Tom Brady of the Patriots. Until they're dead, I'm never going to give up on them. Like until I know there is no life in their body. I mean, Tom is 44 years old, guys, and he leads the league in touchdown passes, and he leads the league in uh, in yards. passing yards. And he has over almost a 1,000 more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers. Now, I get it. Rodgers missed a game this year, right? But Brady was also shut out at home and a 9 nothing loss to the Saints. Yeah, like, but he, okay, got to play the, he got to play the Atlanta uh, Falcons twice. Go look at those stats. Okay, the Packers got to play the Bears twice. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the Bears are a terrible football team and have been Detroit for a long time twice. Right now. Well, they haven't Doing played Detroit the second time. Well, they, yet. they will. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of that, uh, what do you make of the Packers saying hey, Aaron Rodgers is going to play? Uh, Chris and I talked about it. Do you want your quarterback not to play for three weeks, which is what it would be if he doesn't play? Is well, that remember that this, that, yeah, this very scenario played out for Green Bay in 2011, the year after they won the Super Bowl, yep. Super Bowl of, of 45. And. They, he didn't play, and they had the they had the bye week. Then they played that game against the Giants, and he was, you know, Aaron will tell you he was rusty in that game. He was rusty he in not the beginning, and they fell behind. Yeah. Right, probably had a lot to Correct. do. Correct. Now listen, there's playing, and then there's playing. Right, like I don't think he's going to play four quarters, but I think he wants to get out there and throw a few passes just to get in some rhythm. But I would be shocked if he's out there past the first or second quarter. What do you think? First of all. Is he your MVP this year? And what do you think about Herb Arkish? I mean, Hub Arkish in that whole situation? Just well, his I, philosophy I just, listen, on the vote. I, I don't understand it. Like, it's, it's essentially about how you play on the field. Now, you can argue, okay, teammate, all that kind of stuff. I get that. But come on, man. At the end of the day, this guy, by the way, Hub has blocked me on Twitter, so I have no idea. I've, I've never mentioned his name. That <laughs> Is I that right? Did he really? block you? Yeah. And you've never, yeah. like, done anything that would make him. He should have blocked me after the rant I went on. Yeah, I, whatever. You know, God bless him. Uh, <laughs> but the, if, you listen to his, if you listen to his whole take, it's like, oh, I made up my mind in the summer. Well, that, right. You should be disqualified for that. If Absolutely. you make up your mind in the summer, Trey, that, that's a ridiculous statement. 100%. If you I want to make a that. case for somebody else, then, then yeah. make your case. It's not a Correct. slam dunk. Aaron Rodgers didn't get every vote. But, but you're going to say before they even played a game, you weren't voting for Aaron Rodgers. That disqualify, disqualifies you to me. There's no I doubt. I agree with you. It's, it's, an, it's a non-logical situation. It's crazy. Uh, you know, uh, Caesars – Sports book. Tell us about Caesars and what they've been doing. Uh, they got all kinds of great things. I know currently, uh, if you bet like over a hundred dollars in NBA games, you get a chance to win a free jersey or something. I mean, I know they have all kinds of stuff going on with Caesars. 
don't they? Yeah, look, the, yeah, the Caesar stuff is great. And, and if you sign up and use the Caesars app, you get Caesars rewards. So even if your bet doesn't come through, you know, you get points towards, uh, you know, free stays or dining or restaurants or, or shopping or, or, you know, shows in Vegas, anything like that. So there's a lot, there's a, there's a million ways to do it. And the good thing for me with Caesars is so many of the guys that work for Caesars are people that I used to work with at ESPN. So it's basically me with a bunch of familiar faces just in a different place. And, uh, you know, including me that's that. right Look, all of them. when, when they give when they give you know give you benefits for not your bet not coming through that's what yeah. Rob needs. No. Rob, that's right up his alley. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, see, there you go. Uh, my hey, before you go Trey, before you go we look, no rookie quarterbacks ever got into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Obviously, New England's had a nice little season here. How dangerous do you think they are in the playoffs? Or, or do you think exposed? they're not at all dangerous? Well, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because my fine researcher, Jim Carr, who I worked with for many years at ESPN and now works with me at Caesars, gave me this little detail. Right now, the Patriots are the number one scoring defense in the NFL and are averaging over 27 points a game. The five previous teams to pull that off at the end of the regular season all went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Wow. Really? So if, if, if they don't wow. lay a massive egg one way or the other, and you, the rookie wow. quarterback thing is real, but everybody else that has been the lowest scoring defense in the NFL and scored at least 27 points a game, they come away with a ring. Wow. That, that is interesting. That's a heck of a stat. Yeah, and I'm, I'm squeezing one more. Joe Burrow and the Browns. Sure. Uh, just what do you make of him and the year he's had? Uh, he also lost to the Jets, and there were some hiccups along the way. But he's played really well, and, and that win against the Chiefs was pretty amazing. Listen, you could make a very compelling argument that the best offensive talent in the league at the eight, under the age of at 25 or under is all in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, J- Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and T. Higgins are all under the age of 25 or, or younger. And they're not going to – I don't know how well they'll do this year because, you know, it's a, it's a process going through right. this. But I, I – they're not going anywhere. Like, they figured it out. It took them a while. You know, they, they would take one step forward, two step back this season. But they figured it out now. And I think they're going to be a problem for the next five to ten years in the NFL, in the AFC especially. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. All right, that's our man, Trey Wingo. Trey, happy new year. I know that's it's getting right. a little late. We appreciate we're pretty, you. Pretty good in the hey, 2022 guys. now. But happy new year, brother. And keep up the great work. And we'll talk to you soon. You got it, guys. Always a pleasure. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Rob, let's go. And I'm just going to keep it real. And I'm surprised because Rob G is a Laker fan, right? And I don't think he – I mean, it's funny. You mentioned Tom Brady not caring about Antonio Brown and all that. I don't think Rob G gave two hoots about LeBron James before he joined the Lakers. Didn't care one iota about it was all about Kobe. Kobe's the guy that that's the next MJ. Kobe's the player of this generation, blah, blah, blah. But of course, LeBron now is a Laker following in Kobe's footsteps. And Rob G likes him now, I think. Or is it really, I think it's more like what A.B. is saying about Tom Brady, that Rob G. just know he don't care about LeBron. He just knows LeBron can get his boy some jewelry. He just knows LeBron 
can hang banners up in the Crip.com Center, or whatever it's called these days. That's all. And the proof of it is this, Rob. In a story that had nothing to do with LeBron James, didn't really even have anything to do with Steph Curry, Rob G pulls out, digs deep, finds this quote, just a throwaway line from Kevin Garnett, and he wants to make a big deal and a big segment out of it, and I'm down. But here it is. In a long-form piece on ESPN.com about Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins, all right, not Clay, not Steph, not KD, not Draymond, and definitely not LeBron, Kevin Garnett said this about Andrew Wiggins playing for the Warriors. And he may have seen me on TV talking about this because I said the same thing way before KG. But anyway, well, I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't use sure these names. I'm, no, I'm I just sure said Wiggins would be. You. I said he was in the perfect situation. KG, KG took that knowledge. Okay. I said he's he's a four, he's, he's a great your fourth, show and then third he's or fourth man. Right. Well, okay. this was before my show. I said he's a great third or fourth man. He'll be a great third option in Golden State and a great fourth best player. And he is. But anyway, here's KG's quote. He's playing with the Michael Jordan of his era. The knowledge that he takes, not just from Steve Kerr and that coaching staff, but that pedigree of excellence that they push around there in Golden State, you can't come in there and be less than. Those are champions in there. Those guys have won together. They've been in the grit. They've been in the foxhole together. I think it motivates him. Now, that was a great quote about a lot of things. But as I said, Rob G zeroed in on the first sentence. He's playing with the Michael Jordan of his era. And you know who he's talking about. Steph Curry. So here it is, Rob. Another older player. From the previous generation, saying that LeBron isn't the Jordan of this era. Steph is. Your thoughts? I I always, whenever I hear stuff like this, I think as great of a player uh, that Steph has become and what he's done in the NBA, he's not. I mean, to, to put him on par... Like he's the Michael Jordan of this era is ludicrous. But I think more and more you keep hearing these former players who don't respect LeBron. It's just a it's just a over a slight of LeBron to even say Steph is is this generation's Michael Jordan. I mean, how do you put your lips together? To form that, you don't even have to be the biggest LeBron guy, but you got to respect the numbers, what he's been able to is, do. So, in your opinion, LeBron is the Jordan of this era. He's not Jordan. I just hate he's he's the the best player of this generation that we've seen. You know what I mean? Okay. I hate to use the comparison to Jordan. I really do. But but to say that Steph is that guy, I I just I. I I don't know what it is. We we saw Charles Barkley. We saw Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith didn't even have LeBron in his top ten. His original list. He wasn't even He's in his moved top in 10. the top five now. I think. Yeah, when they won the championship Kenny, in the bubble, I think he changed low it. But still, just growth. think about that. But he wasn't even in the top ten. Right. Right. We heard Clyde Frazier. We've heard a lot of players. 
even play, and I get it. There's the, the you want to call it uh, jealousy from older players, okay? But then the younger players too, Chris. Like uh, we talked about it, and it wasn't just him, Durant too, but. And How probably do, Steph and right? I, don't I don't know put it, any stock I, into that. I, I know those that the two players are crazy, but but the younger players who grew up, you know, maybe even idolizing LeBron a little bit. You know what I mean? Because they didn't see Jordan play. Like a hundred some odd didn't vote for him for the All Star game. It's an innocuous uh, exhibition in the middle of winter, Chris. It ain't no saying he's the greatest who ever walked the earth. It's just an All Star game. <laughs> Seriously, it's not that important. And it's an overriding theme. I don't know how. Yes, the Warriors went to five straight championships. Kevin Durant helped them win two of those. Okay, they won one. They lost a three-to-one lead to LeBron. I I just, I think it's ludicrous that uh, KG can say that it's Steph Curry. I I, I just can't see it. I I think that you said several things. You said a lot. Um, so let me address a few of the points you made. Um, as far as the older players and their quote-unquote disrespect of LeBron, I think, Rob, I just think that's how it is. And I don't, and not just with LeBron. Like Kevin Garnett, Rob, he went to battle with LeBron, right? He knows how good LeBron is. They beat him. They lost to him and all that. But – KG really is looking at LeBron, Rob, as a younger guy who came up. He was a kid coming up after me. And I beat him. And, Rob, you know this. Isaiah Thomas looks at Michael Jordan the same way. No, nah, but it was different, though. I think How? that was different. It was he personal. Looks at my, I no, talked but, to no, Isaiah. They, but it was Isaiah a personal. told me I beat him. But they had a I beat they, him more than he beat me. But they had a personal thing as well. That's like fine. Even, I, I'm just no. I'm just, I, I get I get that it was can, personal. I, but my point but is, there's a Isaiah, personal, there's a personal Isaiah thing. looks at Michael Jordan like I used to beat him. Yeah, but and I but get he, that it's personal. Okay, but, still, but but he can look at LeBron James, who's lost more finals than anybody else, and he say he's the best. LeBron. He okay. played against Jordan. Yeah, but it and doesn't says, make sense to it's me. It's hard for you to say somebody you used to beat. A young, a young gun coming up behind you, and you used to beat him to say he's the GOAT. Rob, we know this. Most of the older generation doesn't say Jordan's the GOAT. Yeah, but it's not just those guys, though. I get, I get the, uh, uh, the, the rivalry that he had with Paul Pierce and why Paul Pierce or maybe Kevin Durant. Yeah, uh, Pierce Durant. ain't never going to say he's the okay. GOAT. Okay, but, but, but Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, respected guys who have been around the league and have seen a lot of people also shortchanged them. So I'm no, just saying. But, but Oscar Robertson doesn't say Jordan's the GOAT. Like, that's my point is the older generation, a lot of time it's hard for them to give it up to these younger, I, younger bucks. LeBron I mean, we, has done, LeBron has done way too much to just act like, you're going to ignore. The guy could be the all-time leading scorer. I, I, I just Well, ignore. He's not ignoring him. Yeah, I mean, to say that uh, Steph is in this generation, when a guy gone to the finals 10 times, has won as many championships as Steph, it ain't like Steph's run out of the building, Chris, and has been well, way he, better. I mean, I they look, have the same amount of championships. I'm No, they don't. No, LeBron, LeBron has one more. one more. Excuse right. me, LeBron has one more. Right. I'm with you on that. LeBron is better than Jordan. LeBron, there is no Jordan of this generation. I mean, I'm sorry. No one is dominating the game 
the way Not Michael like that. Jordan did. Right. No one's leading the league in scoring every year. Ten years and in a row. And winning the championship six years. There, right, there have been three three-peats since Bill Russell. Three three-peats in the last 50-plus years. And, Mike and Michael Jordan has two of them. I mean, so no one, LeBron, KD, Steph, no one has dominated the game the way Jordan did. So there's no Jordan in this generation. But the best player of this generation. And if you want to say, if you're going to give somebody that title of Jordan of this generation, it's LeBron. To me, it ain't it's easy. It's LeBron. Ten finals, as you mentioned. Gonna be the leading scorer and the top five in assists, probably. I mean, it's clearly LeBron James. Now, I look what KG may have meant, and Steph again, he's not Jordan, obviously. But maybe what KG is thinking is he changed the game. Mike changed the game. At the, a lot of guys became ISO heavy. It's all about athleticism. And all that. And Steph changed the way the game is played. And, you know, had was a part of a mini dynasty. I mean, maybe that. But I I, I bet if you ask KG who was better, I, I can't believe he wouldn't say LeBron. But uh, I, I just think that's what the situation is. And, um, you know, Steph, for all his greatness, I can't. There, I don't see how you put him ahead of LeBron. No, unless there's some axe to grind or this. Well, and again, disdain. KG I, I is just, like I used to beat LeBron, but but I think they ran I still, LeBron out of Cleveland. I still think that there's a respect factor that should be in place, just to, knowing what guys have done, and and then to pick somebody. If you don't want to crown him Michael Jordan, I understand that, but to pick Steph Curry is just like what, like, like like Steph Curry. He can't well, even get a shot Steph off of the, when the like game's on the true. line. Steph Curry's changed the way the he game of get, basketball is He can't get a shot off played. when the game matters. He can't make Steph a big Curry shot to save his is life. He's the greatest shooter in the history no, he's not. of basketball. Stop it oh, my God. Stop. Let's oh, not do that. I want to enjoy my weekend. I want to enjoy my weekend. I want to enjoy my weekend. Except you says that. Stop it. You need help. Get help. So you stop it, Robert Parker. Stop That's why Shackle City's falling apart for takes like that. 